0: Welcome to Courageous Parenting Podcast, a weekly show to equip parents with biblical truth on raising confident Christian kids in an uncertain world.
1: Hi, I'm Angie from Courageous Mom.
0: And I'm Isaac from Resolute Man.
1: We've been married 19 years and have seen the fruit in raising our eight kids biblically based on the raw truth found in the Bible
0: we can no longer let the culture win the hearts of children. Too many children from Christian families are walking away from the faith by age 18, and it doesn't have to be this way. It shouldn't be this way. Join us as we start an important conversation about effective parenting in a fallen world. Thanks for joining us in this really important conversation. We've gotten so much feedback asking for this topic.
1: That's right. A lot of parents want to know specifics about how to do family Bible time. You'll see in our Instagrams, if you're following us on Instagram, you see that we post pictures sometimes about, and lives even, the lives of us doing family Bible time.
0: So family Bible time simplified exactly what to do.
1: Here we go. Here we go. ready?
0: Thanks for joining us. Now, Mm -hmm. as we go into this, a couple considerations. First of all, all decisions about doing family Bible time, you need to communicate with each other and make plans together. That's right. So this
1: topic actually needs to become a marriage conversation before you just start driving something, right?
0: Absolutely. this is a
1: culture changer.
0: And men, you need to lead and initiate. We need to be initiators in spiritual things and Mm -hmm. to really desire to do this. It's super important. And an encouragement to you, men, is that you're the spiritual leaders of your home. You're the pastors of your homes. God gave you that authority and leadership role, and the wives are also leaders in the home too. That's right. And so it's really important though that we reject passivity and we stand for biblical truth and we Lead.
1: You know, it's interesting because I get a lot of wives that will reach out to me and say, hey, how can I encourage my husband to be the spiritual leader? I would love it if we were doing something like family Bible time. What can I say to encourage my husband? And I would just say that if you are waiting for him to do that, to be patient and to be kind and not be nagging him for sure, but I would really encourage you to have the tough conversation if you can where you guys maybe are out on a date night and you just share your heart with him about how you really appreciate his biblical insight Mm -hmm. how you know that the kids look up to him and that he has such influence in their lives. I would just empower him and encourage him and say I would really love it if you prayed with us. I would really love it if you read with us. And I know that Isaac, for many years, was um, just waiting for me to be willing to even be quiet at times. And so, <laughs> you know, we've been doing family Bible time. And I will be honest with you guys when we first got started, I had to purposefully choose to kind of keep my mouth shut at times and let you finish your train of thought because I'd be so excited and be thinking about something. It wasn't that I was trying to be disrespectful, but it, can come across that way it can really discourage the husband it can
0: be discouraging and we had to work through that a little bit because you yeah. know yeah, i'm a strong leader she's a strong leader but when somebody is finishing your sentences or or in those kinds of things it can cause a discouraging way to lead it can be discouraging yeah. to the man to lead
1: and it can even interrupt your train of thought because you're discouraged And then you're kind of like stuck in a spot and going, where was I? Where was I reading?
0: And with the the kids, there's enough distraction as it is. And so it's really amazing when you guys work together and the wife is super supportive of this. And what's also cool is this isn't just... The man's job to spiritually lead even though i opened like that the wife is also a spiritual leader in the home but she's doing that while the man's working and doing other things like women should be doing bible time with the kids too
1: totally and so we're going to talk about what bible time Actually, looks like give you some specifics but we just really wanted you guys to be encouraged and challenged to have that conversation and husbands if you want to be doing something like this like a family Bible time with your wives and you haven't talked to her about it just talk to her yeah tell her what your desire is for your family and hey here's another encouragement this is exciting because this is actually an opportunity Mm -hmm. where we as husband and wife can um, show our children what it looks like to be in biblical marriage and Absolutely. to have our relationship, our relationship founded on Christ and building one another up and praying for one another, but also they, they get to see what that looks like because they're looking to the mom to, oh, the daughters are thinking, what am I going to be? The boys are thinking, who might I marry? Yeah. And likewise, the boys are looking to dad going, how should I be as a dad? And to the mom going, hmm, who should I be marrying?
0: Yeah, so, no, it's really important. And by the way, I just want to pause real quick and we'll dive in. I think you have a scripture for us. Yeah. (laughs) Which is... Please uh, help the movement by giving us a five-star review. All you have to do is tap it. And if you want to write a review too, we always look at who you are and read them. And it's really encouraging to us, one. But what's cool about it is it helps get the podcast out there on iTunes or wherever you're listening to Mm -hmm. it. So that's really important. And you can also, if you want, all the show notes, a video, and all the scriptures are listed out. And any links of resources or things we're talking about are at CourageousParenting.com. And just hit the tab. And it'll say podcasts and you can see them all there that's
1: right so let's dive in, and let's head first to a proverb, a very common one that we all have heard, Proverbs 22, 6, which says, train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not
0: depart from it. Oh, yeah. And so
1: we're saying, what we're saying here is train up the children in Scripture, oh, in the Word it is of God.
0: so important. And by the way, anybody can do this. I'm speaking uh, a little bit to the men right here, but it's true for the women, too. But I think men need to hear this. And if you're listening, men, you're like, what are you telling me? Of course I can do this. Okay, well, are you doing it? Okay, if you can do it, then are you doing it? And I think that uh, you do need to hear this because most men are not doing this. And it's crucial for your legacy. If you don't do this, there's going to be chaos in the future of your legacy. It's not going to turn out the way you want because God designed you to be the spiritual leader of your home. So, it's really, really important. You must be, first of all, in the Word. How can you teach the Word if you're not in the Word? That's right. So, this is the sword of the Spirit. We need to use it and it is amazing Mm. how it penetrates the heart and soul of your children because you're invited God into it and you're a conduit of the truth it's so exciting I'm getting kind of excited about this okay (laughs) so let's simplify spiritual leadership for a second before we go into the practical tips of doing Bible time Um, you need to pray out loud in front of your kids and your wife
1: and if that's a scary thought to you I'm sorry but I'm not sorry you actually just
0: need to do it reject passivity and wives the encouraging of your man praying, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, the next thing you need to do is you need to read scripture out loud in front of your kids and your wife. From the actual Bible, not an app on your phone. Because they need to see you actually look in your Bible, and you want to know how to navigate the sword of the Spirit. If you go to battle and you've never mm-hmm. touched your sword before, how well are you going to wield the sword with the enemy?
1: Well, not only that, we also someone, I don't remember who it was that said this term, but I just love it. Do you know the geography of your Bible? Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Just the geography of your Bible alone like we need to teach our kids Where's where James? where Boom. where are these scriptures at? Yeah. You can't know something if you haven't read Where's it. Where's the gospels? You can't recall right it. Yeah. You got to know. You got to know.
0: So, it's really important to know and you only know by doing. Okay? The next thing is you got to discuss Discuss things, spiritual things with your kids, ask deep questions, talk about it, you know, teach it and talk about it. And you gotta model. And modeling is living out a relationship with God that your kids can practically see. Mm-hmm. And that's praying. It's things I already said. Praying, reading the Bible <laughs> and living it and standing for biblical truth. Not being ashamed of the gospel. Have they ever seen you talking to someone else, maybe you newly met, about mm-hmm got about Jesus.
1: And how do you react when you're reading through a book in the Bible with your kids, for example, and you get to a section where you're actually convicted about maybe something you said or how you didn't handle an offense right. Mm. And instead of just reading over it and brushing your own sin under the carpet... What if you were to use that as a teaching example to your kids?
0: Yes. And in Deuteronomy 6, uh, 6 through 9, it says, And these words which I command you today shall be in your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children, and shall talk of them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, when you lie down, and when you rise up. Okay. So when should we teach the words of the Bible to our kids? all the time every chance we possibly can get i yep. like that
1: you said every chance we possibly can get now a lot of people get stressed out about that mm-hmm. potentially thinking well, i don't i don't know how to be teaching that all day long that's mm-hmm. just too much pressure yeah and specifically i think this word is mainly for the moms because i think moms have more Opportunities maybe throughout the day, especially Mm -hmm. stay at home moms, working moms, not as much. But I think, especially when kids are younger, too moms just have a special connection with their kids to be able to discern what's going on in their hearts and that you really need to know your Bible well so that you know what verses to encourage your kids with and challenge your kids with and point them to the Lord with when they sin, right? Mm -hmm. There are all different aspects. It's not just when you're disciplining, it's also when they need encouragement, when they need uplifting. So, James one five says, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who Gives to all liberally, without reproach, and it will be given to him. But let him ask in faith, with no doubting, for he who doubts is like a wave of the sea, driven and tossed by the wind.
0: So anybody can do this, and there's your tip for knowing how if you're lacking confidence, which is ask. God. Mm-hmm. Literally ask God. Pray to God and go, help me to understand how to teach my kids the Bible and how to disciple them and how to communicate with them in a way that they listen. And just ask God for that. Why wouldn't we ask God? Don't, don't you think God wants us to be good at this? Oh, for sure. And he says to ask for things in prayer? So that's a key. Now, here's a key. We have to pick a good time to do this because you want to develop a discipline and structure for when you do this men and women if you're doing it in the day which we highly encourage and so you have to have a discipline about it that we don't miss this I mean there's gonna be times you miss it but you got to be vigilant not to miss it you got to it's got to be important and your kids need to see that and there's power in that making it part of your rhythm and your family and do it for you know at least 15 minutes but up to 30 minutes and you know what, sometimes if things are going well, it could expand if you have the time to spend it, spend it with your kids. And when we've seen it expand, why is it expanding?
1: Well, a lot of times the kids will have questions or it'll bring up discussion, even maybe conflict issues between siblings or um, there have been times where there's been conflict between me and a child, mm-hmm. even where we have to talk about something or um we talk about a relevant current event issue. As they get older, they start asking more deeper questions. And that's so good. That's so rich. It's such a rich time as a family. But as far as this particular time goes, I really want to encourage the wives to be helpful Mm. in being intentional in protecting this time. And what I mean by that is that we need to allow our husbands to have some time to actually prepare a little bit Right. One of the encouragements that we have in here is for the men to actually read a little bit right yeah and so they need to be able to have that time to prepare and so one of the things that we've done here's a practical tip is Isaac will be sitting in the kitchen and reading the scripture and I'll be making oatmeal for breakfast in the morning and a lot of times we'll eat it and then we'll do our Bible family Bible time or even with the little kids they keep eating and that helps them to stay quieter at first when we're first training the little little ones
0: yeah and you also protect the actual. Actual time yes. when I'm leading too. How do you do that? Well,
1: you know, I already shared in this um, podcast that I had to learn what it meant to to be more quiet at times, and I had to protect that particular time in the day by not scheduling things for sure, but I also had to protect your influence during the family time meeting by, um, you know, encouraging the kids not to interrupt, by me not interrupting. And you know what I love, too, is that we work really well as a team Mm -hmm. where you would read the scripture and share a little bit and then... You actually ask me, hey, Ange, do mm. you have anything that you'd like to add? And that shows that there's mutual respect and that you also believe that I can be teaching these spiritual, biblical things because I can. Yeah. And it's just important that our kids see that mutual reverence for one another out of our reverence they for Christ.
0: see that we both want them to respect both of us. Yeah. because I want them to look at her also as a spiritual leader now God says that the men are the spiritual leaders over the home but, but that how doesn't many mean, hours
1: are you gone?
0: Right and it, so yeah. I want you during the day to be able to answer questions with the Bible teaching the Bible as well because right. man we're equipping kids for an uncertain world it is more important than ever that they're saturated with the word of God and we mm-hmm. just read how often you need to do that so you need to protect that time so let's uh, talk about teaching scripture okay here's where we're getting into it this is really the first key, because once you pick your time, you got your time. Okay, yes. so teach scripture. Okay, so first thing is you review the scripture you want to teach to make it easy. Just pick a book of the Bible to go through. Proverbs, there's like a proverb a day for a whole, a whole month. month. <laughs> so there you go. We've That's done that a couple times. Wisdom scripture <laughs> or wisdom literature. If you want them to memorize Proverbs, just do it every month of the year. Although you might want to shake it up. I definitely shake it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, the book of James. I just really love the book of James. It's really good. Now, Romans, but realize when you go through Romans, you're going to hit some touchy subjects. And one of my rules is to never skip scripture if I've committed to read through a book of the Bible. So many parents will skip the part where it says, talks about... Masturbation,
1: Right, where it's saying, basically, your members are off limits. <laughs> yeah,
0: but why would I skip that? There's a right. way to talk about it and use your own wisdom mm-hmm. in a way that's appropriate for all ages. But you know, they need to know stuff way earlier than you probably think anyways. So this
1: is why it's important, again, that you're saying, review the scripture before you read it. Yeah. So that you know what you're getting yourself into and you don't find yourself like deer in headlights. Right? Yeah,
0: review it. Mm-hmm. And then I highly recommend a study Bible like this. If you're listening audio, you can't see it, but I have a big fat Bible. It's the only Bible I use. Actually, mm-hmm. I carry this with me if I ever need a Bible with me. That's true. I have the U version. Good sword. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's a good sword. I have a U version app too, but I use that differently. If I'm studying the Bible, I use this because I like the commentary being right here. Because if I have a question about something, sometimes it just helps me to understand it quickly. And I don't have a lot of time to prepare. I'll prepare 10, 15 minutes before we start. I'll read the scripture. I'll look at the commentary. I'll pray. And and and. I'll think about, and here's the next thing, decide the point of the scripture. Because there could be many points about a scripture, Mm -hmm. but I want to think about my family and what the family needs that's relevant to where our families are, what's going on. Mm -hmm. And if your marriage isn't one where you're communicating about that and the wives aren't telling the husbands, he may not have the intel he needs.
1: Right. So that's another reason why having the marriage conversation is so important. And we've talked about the importance of doing date night and just communicating with your spouse about what's going on when they're coming home um, from work. And it doesn't have to be right away. In fact, we encourage wives not to be, yeah. oh, He so struggled with this right away. Yep. But you do need to share those insights.
0: So when you're reading the scripture, so you review the scripture, you decide the point, and sometimes I never think about a point where I run out of time and I just read the scripture. I'm just going to be honest. That happens sometimes. But a point develops. The Holy Spirit hits me and I think about the points as I'm going. But ideally, you would know that. And then and then you read it. You literally read it. Read the scripture. If it's short, just read the whole thing. If it's longer, read a portion. Don't read all of it. Kids get lost so fast when you read a whole long piece of scripture. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and one thing that you've also done is like if we're reading a passage, you'll read the whole thing and then you'll go back and just focus on one or two of the verses. That can work. And that can work too, depending yeah. on the age of your kids and what you're actually discussing
0: and then you discuss the scripture and it's so important to ask questions what does that mean to you you guys sometimes I'll before I explain everything I'll ask them that and you know what some of their insights were better than what I came up with sometimes
1: yeah and they own it more They do. They really do. And it's awesome, too, how when we later, we'll talk about this, but when we do the prayer requests, sometimes it has to do with what we were listening to in the discussion time about the Scripture.
0: Yeah, so so there's teaching the Scripture. I'm not going to talk more about it because I don't want to complicate things here. It's literally review the Scripture for at least 5-10 minutes, have a study Bible so you can read the commentary, decide the point if you can, read it, and discuss it. And you know what? It is that simple. (laughs) Second Timothy 3:16 through 17 says all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine for reproof for correction for instruction and in righteousness that the man of God may be complete uh, thoroughly equipped for every good work you want to equip your kids mm-hmm. to be ready for every good work in this world so that is super important now this is 1.0 so you're going to teach the scripture and then you're going to have a time of encouraging affirming people discussion right and you're going to pray at that. Now, 2.0, since I want it to be in this episode, and if you dare, you may add this in right away. Mm-hmm. It's up to you. But you relate the scripture to real life specific examples and it's so important to be aware of what's happening in the world you know in the old days there's always like dad always read the newspaper right that was always movies and stuff in the old school old days leave it to (laughs) beaver yeah those times it was like and i always as a kid i'm like why would someone read a newspaper and that sounds crazy today and i don't read a newspaper but i do have an app that aggregates the news for me that i care about and the ideas and the technology things and so forth. There's like Flipboard. There's other things out there you can use. You can have apps for news sources that you look at. And I think it's important to get a curation of the things that matter to you and that you can bring in the reality of what's happening in the world. If your kids are really little, it's mm-hmm. still important like to have those discussions with your wife too and things like that. I think it's really important. But also to talk about topics. What are some of the topics that might be talked about?
1: Modesty. For example, um, even talking about politics, like if we're in an election year, mm-hmm. I mean, are we raising our kids to realize that we should not be compartmentalizing God out of any part of our life? No. Because really, no issues, just a political issue. Yeah. God's word is applicable to every area of life, and so being able to talk about any of those kinds of issues in current abortion, events, abortion
0: or um, sin that's being widely accepted or normalized in society, mm-hmm. um, and to be aware of, and that.
1: even issues that they're dealing with. So yes, there's current event issues sure. that are really important to educate your kids on, especially as they become like teenagers. And teenagers, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. Because we want them to be prepared for this uncertain world and to have a biblical worldview. But also, really making it personal. But that's where it takes, again, having that intel about what is going on. Oh, is a kid experiencing bullying? Are they having low confidence because they weren't able to read their their speech in front of their class without stuttering? Are
0: they fighting? Siblings fighting against each other?
1: Or is a kid being disrespectful to mom? What about not having a happy heart about doing chores?
0: You should see when she gives me intel and then I read scripture and I know that intel and I'm able to have more heavily hammer on a point, the kids are like, oh,
1: they get it and yeah. then they confess also yeah. I mean a lot of times they'll be like he'll say what do you guys think about that and then someone will be like yeah I've struggled with that and and then we deal with then we're able to really truly see a heart transformation
0: and it's beautiful sometimes people need to hear things in a group and they're more receiving of it than one to one it's not that you ever not talk to your kids one on one about you issues you definitely do You definitely do. Yep. but sometimes in that group setting it's, it's people are more receptive even more receptive mm-hmm. of these things and it's important to show humility as you're teaching. If you're teaching and you struggle with some of the points, it's important for you to say, you know, Dad struggles with this sometimes. Because if you don't, they're thinking it.
1: That's right. Hebrews 4.12 says, For the Word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit and of joints and marrow, and is the discerner of thoughts and intents of the heart pretty interesting. Then in verse 13, I just have to show the first part of that. It says, and there's no creature hidden from his sight.
0: Oh, the power of the Word of God. Awesome. If we're not using the sword of the Spirit, we are not preparing our kids for battle. They are launching into an uncertain world. We're not to fear the world at all. We're only to fear God. And there's nothing to fear if your kids fear God. The kind of fear that's respect for God's authority in their life Mm -hmm. and wanting to please them with their lives. They should want to please you. But in the moment of challenge with peer pressure, they're far more likely to do the right thing if they really fear God. Mm-hmm. Okay? So, that's what we really want. Romans ten seventeen. Where is that? There it is. So, then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God.
1: Pretty powerful. So, if we want our kids to have faith, yeah. it's going to be because they actually hear the word of God. Mm-hmm. And so... This brings up a really important issue. I know that a lot of parents um, from other generations even relied heavily on like Sunday school and youth group, and you know, spiritual. If, if you are a spiritual leader in your home, and you think, "Oh, I'm doing my job because I'm dropping them off at Sunday school, or I'm taking them mm-hmm. to Awanas, or to Bible club, or to mm-hmm. or to or to," right? There's so many things out there. You, I just want to encourage you guys. Those things should be additive. We've said this multiple times, but they shouldn't be the thing that you're leaning on Mm -hmm. saying, oh, they're hearing it. They're getting it there because the reality is they may not be. Actually, I've talked to so many people who within the last decade have been in youth group, for example. And they're like, yeah, we never got the Bible out. We played games. We did this and that. And so, you know, some churches are really good at that and others maybe not so much. And so it's just really important that you don't. shift your responsibility to someone else and assume that it's being done Mm -hmm. because God has given you that authority as the parents to train up your child in the way that he should go, and you know which way he's actually going so Mm -hmm. that you can correct the way he's going so he starts going the right way again, right? That is so true. So, So, super important. So true. Philippians 4 verse 6 and 7 says, Be anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with Thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. So, this passage of scripture is so powerful for family Bible time because here's another thing that you're actually going to be talking about regarding scripture it's not just current events, it's not just the things that they're personally struggling with, but it's also. Family seasons that you walk through, like if you're going through a trial mm-hmm. or someone dies mm-hmm. or a friend's dog dies and they're struggling, right? Yeah. You can all of those are opportunities for you to really be praying with your children and to teach them the power of prayer.
0: That's yeah, so important. And I'm going to pause just for a second because Angie and I want to invite you to something. It's completely free. But we love doing the podcast. But we thought, how cool would it be if we can invite people completely free to the Courageous Parenting workshop Workshop. where we're digging in on how to be a courageous parent on the foundational level of things. And so it's about 30 minutes. Uh, We would invite you to do that. Go to CourageousParenting.com and hit the podcast and hit this episode and there will be a link for the Courageous Parenting workshop. And you can sign up for it and it'll be online and we look forward to doing that. So it's really powerful. It's um, different than the Parenting Mentor program, that's a full six-week program of giving the biblical mm-hmm. uh, parenting model we've done for 18 years to see all the fruit and so forth. But right. this workshop, we realized some people need a free item, and may, yeah, everybody might just want this. I, it's really, really good and really powerful. But um, So back to what we were talking about. So we talked about teaching scripture, mm-hmm. and then we talked about 2.0, if you want to insert it, relating it to real life and you know, bringing those things in and mm-hmm. examples that you might be dealing with, friends, attitudes, and so forth. Mm -hmm. and the news and but after we've taught the scripture then we go into encouraging
1: this is really a fun part of the family bible time yeah because as you are reading through scripture let's say you read about the fruit of the spirit Mm -hmm. the fruit of the spirit is love joy peace patience kindness on and on you go oh wait patience you stop right there for a moment and go hey you know who's really patient? And you encourage one of your kids in front of the other children. Yeah, or like
0: Drew is so patient. Yeah. That's who I think. I about. mean, we
1: have seen this particular skill of drawing out the good things, the good fruits that we read about in scripture, or about actually being dedicated to prayer, and right?
0: Getting your kids to talk about the other kids is so powerful. So who do you, who in our family do you think is really a patient and you appreciate that about yeah.
1: them? Now, remember, this is the 2.0 version right here. So we just wanted to encourage you guys with some other things that you could be doing in addition with your family Bible time.
0: So encourage and affirm people. And you know what, men? The most important person you're going to affirm in Bible time is your wife. I love doing this in the morning. I know not everybody can. You're going to pick a time that works for you. But I love doing it in the morning because when I teach the Bible, I affirm my wife in front of the kids. Mm -hmm. She feels cherished and her kids are more likely to respect her all day
1: it literally transforms the way that our day goes if there are more than like three days in a row where we haven't done this before like i literally am like we have to get back into bible time right away it has become crucial it really is it sets the tone for the culture and atmosphere of your home and it's we're all on the same page. That's yeah. what it is, is that it really just brings you all centered in Christ, and the yeah. whole
0: day goes better. And the last step is prayer. Don't miss this step. This is where you're teaching your kids how to pray. Because it's not just you that's going to pray. Why would you ruin a great opportunity for kids to pray? Mm-hmm. So we, first of all, discuss, okay, what and who do we need to pray for? And, and do you need prayer?
1: And who would like to pray for who? Because really, the Holy Spirit's able to move in that way. And maybe when we were discussing what was going on, right, one of the kids just really felt like that's what they want to pray for, right? That one person that they feel needs to be ministered to. It's just really been a, a cool way to see even Solomon. Yeah. Right? At age 3 for him to get so serious. And he squints his eyes. Yeah. And he's like, "Oh, Father God." And it's he just really, really sweet. Really
0: great prayers. So I just God is working through those kids. It's just really neat. And they get experience praying for each other and God is working. Mm-hmm. If you want God to do something for your family, make sure your kids are praying for your family. Make sure your kids are praying for you mm-hmm. because God listens to your kids. Now does he listen to you? Yes. I just I really think he's too into the kids. <laughs> right? It's really important. It's it's really important. Have faith like a child, right? Mm-hmm. So that is crucial. So I'm just gonna do a quick review to simplify this real quick. Okay. You're gonna pick your time. That's not even a tip. You pick it and you stick with it. That's it. Okay, so now let's go into the tips and how you do this. Teach scripture. You're gonna pick it, you're gonna read it, you're gonna discuss it. Okay? Then you're going to encourage and affirm people in the room, and then you're going to pray together at the
1: end. That's 1.0.
0: That's 1.0. And if you want 2.0, after you teach the scripture, you relate it to things happening in the world. You relate it to situations they might be facing. You strategically talk about Mm -hmm. things that maybe heart issues and attitudes in the family. And that's a little more of a dynamic move. Maybe 2.0 after you've been doing it for a little bit.
1: That's really great. So we would love to hear from you guys and how this is going. Yeah, Please share about the practical ways to do family Bible time and tag us on social media.
0: We would love that and we'd love a review. And please listen to the last little bit of this as Angie and I talk about the Parenting Mentor Program. So many parents are joining this and being transformed, which is transforming their legacy. That's true. See you next time. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode. We wanted to quickly tell you about our six-week online Parenting Mentor Program.
1: Isaac and I created a powerful biblical curriculum. Here's how it works. Each week, Isaac and I release a video with a downloadable parenting packet to make it easy for you and your spouse to incorporate those teachings directly into your parenting.
0: It's an incredible program where we cover everything from obedience, training, to overcoming mistakes most Christians are making. But more than that, it's an incredible community. You'll have access to our private online group, live webcasts, and the Courageous Parenting text message line where Angie and I can send you weekly encouragements straight to your phone.
1: If you're interested in joining our next online parenting mentorship program, secure your spot now at CourageousParenting.com. That's CourageousParenting.com.